Welcome to r slash am I the butthole where OP destroys his girlfriend's family heirloom. Today's episode is sponsored by Honey. We all shop online, every single one of us. So you all know what I'm talking about when I say there's that little promo code field taunting you at checkout. Don't you just hate to leave it empty? Well, with Honey, you never have to leave it empty. Honey is a free browser extension that automatically applies the best promo codes to your cart. Honey supports over 30,000 stores and has saved over $2 billion for users. When I recently purchased a new mouse for my computer, Honey saved me a few bucks, and it cost me nothing. Basically, when you're shopping online, all you have to do is click the Apply Coupons button, and Honey will automatically search for the best coupons and apply them to your order. If you don't already have Honey, you could be straight up missing out on free savings. It's literally free and installs in a few seconds. And by getting it, you'll be doing yourself a solid and supporting this podcast. Get Honey for free at joinhoney.com slash r slash. That's joinhoney.com slash r slash. Am I the butthole for using a diamond from my girlfriend's family heirloom for her engagement ring? Oh my god, I don't even need to read this story, and I know the answer is yes. I'm a 24-year-old guy, and I've been with my 22-year-old girlfriend for about three years. And I decided about five months ago that I wanted to propose. We share a dog and a home, so it seemed like the next logical step. My girlfriend is hugely into jewelry, so I wanted to get her a really sentimental ring. At the end of September, her grandma suddenly passed away, and since my girlfriend was the only granddaughter, she inherited her grandmother's wedding ring. Her and her grandma were extremely close, so I came to her mom. For clarity, her deceased grandma was her dad's mom. I asked her mom if she thought that it would be a good idea for me to use one of the diamonds in the ring for my girlfriend's engagement ring. She told me that, as much as she loved the idea, she didn't know if my girlfriend would, so she told me to think about it. I couldn't find anything else that I liked as much. My girlfriend didn't wear the ring because she was worried about losing it, so she kept it in a box in a drawer, which made it easy for me to take it without her realizing. It ended up being a beautiful ring, and I thought that she would absolutely love the sentiment of it. Well, I proposed. She said yes immediately and was absolutely elated, until she saw the ring. She told me that I'd practically vandalized and ruined the only meaningful thing of her grandmother's that she had and that I should have asked. I went to her mom for support, but she just kept saying that she warned me that my girlfriend might not like the idea. She said yes to my proposal, but she refuses to wear the ring, which I just think is disrespectful considering how much money and thought went into it. Am I the butthole? OP, come on, dude. Really? You really thought that, like... How can she possibly think that I'm the butthole? I'm going to post on Reddit and I'm sure everyone's going to agree with me. Really? You really actually had that thought that you were going to post a story online and people were going to be like, no, your girlfriend is being completely unreasonable. You went to her mother to ask for permission and she was like, eh, I don't know. I mean, I like the idea, but I don't think my daughter's going to like the idea. And why'd you go to the mom instead of the dad? That doesn't even make any sense. The, the dad is the very obvious, clear choice to approach with this question. And then after getting a really like lukewarm response to her, you stole the heirloom, destroyed it, and now you're getting upset at your girlfriend because you're the one who destroyed her family heirloom without permission. And she agreed to marry you, so this is kind of a moot point. But what if she has said no? Like, like what then? Oh, well, in that case, I guess you want part of your grandmother's destroyed ring back. 
Sorry, my bad. Come on, OP. You can't steal someone's precious family heirloom with extreme sentimental value, destroy it, and then be like, but I did it for you, babe. OP, your girlfriend gets easy 0 out of 5 buttholes. You get 4 out of 5 buttholes. Am I the butthole for not letting my boyfriend name our daughter Renes... Renesme? Renesme. I don't know how to pronounce that name. My boyfriend and I are both 18, and I'm 35 weeks pregnant with our daughter. Since the day I found out that we were having a girl, my boyfriend has been hell-bent on naming her Renesme and absolutely refuses to compromise. He's a massive Twilight fan. Personally, I hate it, and I would much rather that we don't name our baby after a fictional character. It kinda hit a boiling point last night. For weeks, I've been telling him that we're coming up with something else, because I am not naming my child that. I went on to Instagram where he posted a picture of us and said in the caption, I can't wait to meet you, Reens May. I got really, really mad at this. I told him to delete the post or change the caption because I am not naming our daughter that. He refused, saying that his friends now knew the name, so we had to stick with it. I said, I have not effing agreed to name our daughter after some stupid made-up character from the worst books ever effing made. Delete that post now or get the F out of my house. He left to spend the night at a friend's place, and my parents who heard the argument said that I should just let him name our daughter that, saying that it probably means a lot to him and that I'm being an unreasonable butthole. Am I the butthole? Then OP adds, I should point out that I have a stutter and I can't even say Renesame out loud. I would much rather name my child something that I can actually say. OP, the fact that your boyfriend wasn't even willing to consider your feelings and he reacted by getting upset, manipulating you into agreeing with him, and then leaving to stay at his friend's place is a massive, massive red flag. And I'm really sorry that you have to have a kid with this guy because he sounds like a major douchebag. Of all things, naming a kid should be something that both parents have to agree on. You can't have one parent love the name and the other parent hate the name, let alone not even be able to say the name because they have to live with that name for their entire lives. OP, you get 0 out of 5 buttholes. You should absolutely not back down on this, especially since you can't even say Renissimae out loud. I'm giving your boyfriend 3 out of 5 buttholes, and I just want to add that it sounds like he's kind of an abusive partner. Am I the butthole for asking my neighbor to move her craft room to a different bedroom? My husband and I live in an upstairs three-bedroom apartment, and the apartment below us is the same layout. The house has been up for sale for a while, and recently a woman bought it. It turns out she doesn't have any kids, so I found it strange that she bought a three-bedroom house. But I soon found out that it's because she runs a craft business from home, and she needs two bedrooms to run it. The problem is, unfortunately, she's decided to use the main bedroom, which is below us, as her main craft room. At first it was fine because she hadn't fully moved in, but now it's driving me crazy. She's in that room almost all day, and I can hear her walking around and the faint noise of the machines. I don't spend much time in my bedroom during the day, but when I do go in, it just annoys me knowing that she's in there constantly. Like, why can't she have picked the smaller bedroom since she knows the kids are at school all day? She usually stops using her embroidery and sewing machines by 7pm, but she told me that she can stay up until 10pm some nights finishing off orders, which plays on my mind. I go to bed at 9pm, and I can't sleep for hours as I lie there listening to her every move. 
Just knowing that she's awake and walking about drives me crazy as I find it so selfish that someone would buy a flat and work from home. My husband says that he can barely hear a thing during the day and I need to calm down. He doesn't see the big deal about her using her house as she pleases. Yesterday, I finally had enough and went to her door. I told her how I felt about everything and how I can hear the faint noise of her machines. She apologized and she invited me inside to show me her setup. All of her machines are on some sort of anti-vibration padding to stop as much noise as possible. So she claims the noise should be minimal and that you need to expect some noise from your neighbors. I told her that I don't make any noise and that's when things took a turn. She said that she can hear my kids running around and jumping off furniture all evening. But she would never dream of complaining because it's just one of those things that happens when you share a building with other people. I left before I said anything that I would regret, and I thought that was the end of it. But today, my husband came home from working overnight, and he asked if I had said anything to the woman upstairs because she was very cold and blunt with him when he said hello. I told him what happened, and he said that I'm a massive butthole. I've spoken to a couple of my friends who think that I handled this completely wrong and that I'm a bit of a butthole for it, but I don't know what else I could have done. OP, she turns off the machine at 7, but you lie awake at night obsessing over the fact that she's still awake doing stuff? That is weird, obsessive, and not normal behavior, OP. Besides, she has every right to do whatever she wants to in her house, as long as it's within the confines of like the HOA and her apartment rental agreement and the law and whatever else. Based on your description, it sounds like she's being honestly pretty reasonable and accommodating. Also, I am very confident that a couple of noisy kids are way noisier than sewing machines. To make matters worse, you're above her, which amplifies all the noise that you're making, especially your kids. So, OP, you're wrong, entitled, and hypocritical. And it's ludicrous that you say that she's selfish. What's, what's the line that you said? I find it so selfish someone would buy a flat and work from home. So, OP? Like, you're saying that people aren't allowed to work from home? That's, that's ridiculous. Let me tell you a little bit about my situation and how, like, a normal adult handles this problem. Obviously, I have to record a lot of audio for my job. So if there's a lot of outside noise, like lawnmowers or leaf blowers or people talking a lot, then I just straight up can't record because I use a really high quality microphone and that microphone will pick up on all that terrible background noise. So even though I work from home, if people are being noisy outside, I had to just literally stop recording. I couldn't do anything. I had to just wait for like an hour for my neighbor to stop mowing his lawn or whatever. And to make matters worse, literally my next door neighbor owns like a landscaping company. So they are constantly, constantly outside working on their yard, moving around heavy machinery, moving around like bags of mulch and talking about gardening and landscaping and whatnot. It's, it's super, super noisy. But am I going to come to them and say, how dare you have a home business, which prevents me from running my own home business and being noisy? Like, it's just, it's ridiculous, OP. So what I did was I got this really fancy like sound booth. Kind of imagine like a uh, like a phone booth, but instead of having a phone in it, it's just like foam padding and an air-locked like sealed door with like an air filter in here as well, and it completely isolates the sound. So like so that way, whenever I need to record, I can just come into my booth, close the door, and I hear absolutely nothing from the world outside. It has incredible sound isolation, right? That's how you handle it. This is my problem 
So I have to come up with a solution for it. I can't expect every other person in the neighborhood to only mow their lawn and to only leaf blow outside of normal nine to five work hours when I record videos. That's, that's ridiculous. This is your problem, OP, so you fix it yourself by moving to a different room or buying a white noise machine or, better yet, by stop being such an obsessive butthole about it. OP, your neighbor gets zero out of five buttholes. I'm giving you 2.5 out of five buttholes. Am I the butthole for making my pregnant wife sleep in another room? Before everyone makes up their judgment from the title alone, please read the entire story. So, my wife is five months pregnant. The pregnancy has been quite difficult for the both of us. She has hyperemesis gravidarum, and it's extremely stressful on her. For those who don't know, this is extreme persistent nausea and vomiting during pregnancy. Hence, she's not able to work, even part-time, and I have to pick up most of the slack. I work full-time from 8 a.m. to 7 p.m. For the past two months, my wife has had a difficult time sleeping, which has been worsened by insomnia. There's a lot of twists and turns and getting up to go to the bathroom every few minutes. It absolutely destroys my sleep. I don't want to sound like a butthole, but I do have to wake up early for work, and because I'm a sensitive sleeper, I jolt awake easily with all the sudden movements. I put up with this for a month until I decided that I couldn't deal with it anymore. I was only getting 5 hours of sleep, and being in the tech industry, it's super hard to function with limited sleep. I brought this up with her politely and respectfully, and she completely understood. She relocated to a separate room, and recently when her parents came to visit, she casually joked about how she sleeps in a different room. My mother-in-law did not take this lightly, and pulled me aside to ask me why I've done this. I explained myself, and my mother-in-law said that this is the least that I could do to help her. But what is she talking about? It's not like I can actively help her with her sleep problems. We went back and forth for a while until my wife chimed in and said it's no bother and we should just leave it be. I had a small argument with my wife after they left that she shouldn't have brought it up in front of them and I feel really guilty. We've made up, but it got me thinking. Am I the butthole for really making her sleep in a separate room or am I just looking out for my health? Nah, OP, this feels pretty reasonable to me. I'd say this is like a zero butthole score situation for everyone involved. I guess maybe you could say the mother-in-law should, like, keep her nose out of your business, but it is reasonable even for her to be concerned about her daughter's well-being while her daughter is pregnant. So taking you aside and asking, hey, what's up with this, feels pretty normal. So I think everyone in this story deserves zero out of five buttholes. Am I the butthole for causing a mass quitting? I'm done with my company because they cut our pay to avoid laying anyone off, but then we posted record profits, but they didn't increase our salaries or give us a 10% bonus that everyone was promised. 20% of the department already quit, but I was hanging on a bit hoping to ride it out until next year. Then the boss yelled at an intern for asking to go home early because her mom called to say that her cat was dying and to go straight to the vets. The intern wanted a few days off, and the boss basically told her that cats were animals and she wasn't allowed to request time off unless a human was dying. He should have discussed this with her in private, but instead he went to the corner of the office where my entire team overheard him. She was crying, and then she grabbed her stuff and ran out of the office. I sent a company-wide email, which is standard, saying that I was quitting. And I highlighted the interaction between my boss and the intern as the main reason, though I didn't name names. Then immediately, like 10 people emailed me back to ask who the manager was, and to avoid leaving a trace, I told them in person, and within a few days, most people knew. 
I work in IT where finding a new job is really easy and tons of my friends would offer me referrals into their companies immediately. I found another job within two weeks and I'm starting on Monday. Over two dozen people have sent out quitting emails and now the company is shutting down people's emails a few days before they quit. That way, we can't send out goodbye emails and link our LinkedIn or phone numbers so that current employees can't follow us to the next company. The boss who yelled at the intern came to berate me because he was being disciplined and he might lose his job. I don't feel sorry for him because he's a jerk, but his family is going to be hit hard because he doesn't have any marketable skills other than PowerPoint. Am I the butthole here? Nope. Your boss sounds like a major toolbag OP and he deserves what's coming to him. OP, you get 0 out of 5 buttholes, your boss gets 2 out of 5 buttholes. That was our slash am I the butthole, and if you like this content, be sure to follow my podcast, because I put out new Reddit podcast episodes every single day.